I'm looking forward to the Patreon. So am I. Oh, you know what I think it'll do? It'll make you and I a little bit more focused. <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade! But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> what a cracking start to an episode just with Wads and Harley. Uh, we fucked everyone else when off. When we tell you, today is Patreon Day. <laughs> Please get on board. Um, the Patreon account uh, will be live. Now, I am saying this. Uh, a week before we actually do it. That's right. So who fucking knows if I've done it? <laughs> go, and, go and click the link and see if it's there. It'll but be there. We think it's a fun way for you to engage with the podcast. Uh, we look forward to all of your comments and questions, which we will either pay attention to or ignore, <laughs> depending on the rate that you've paid. <laughs> this, is, this is now, we are... F- Full-blown capitalists That's in the it. podcast world. That's it. That's right. You've got to make some money. <laughs> You've got to make some money. Mate, this is like the modern way. Like, uh, you can't, we can't just keep doing this for free. But also, uh, if you don't want to pay, this will still be available for Oh, free. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not getting shortchanged. <laughs> but there will be some lovely little extras, some lovely little yes. tidbits for those of you who want to contribute to Patreon. Uh, if you can, if you can, if you can't, you can't. Don't stress yes. about it. There'll even be options if you have a business for us to advertise it. <laughs> Imagine how great that'll go. You send us the business name and we will advertise you. You send us some more and we won't advertise it. <laughs> <laughs> if you pay too much, you get nothing. Uh, which is, yeah, so uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, and obviously, as always with the podcast, we forget to do this a lot, but hit subscribe and tell your mates. Oh, yeah, share it around. Choose which mates you tell, though. Yeah. And be a bit discerning with what episode you start them on. <laughs> Let's be honest. There are some episodes that are greater than others. There was one that I called like the bottom of the barrel. And like as I was listening, because as I was listening to it, as I was editing it, I was not going to lie, I was laughing. I was <laughs> laughing pretty hard at the things Harley and I were saying. It was so funny. But at the same time, You've got to listen to like 40 or 50 episodes before you get to that one. Yes. Like minimum you get 30. to know us. Minimum 30. Yeah. Preferably 40. Preferably. I mean, obviously, Uber Pool Dicks is ridiculous. <laughs> now, that came out of a moment of insanity. And we wouldn't want a friend of yours from a suggestion to jump on <laughs> at the ground level. But we are saying for Patreon, get in on the ground level. Get in on it's the a, ground it's level. It's a legitimate business idea. Nobody wants to start... Like listen to a podcast and hear two grown men saying sorry, Dada. <laughs> they they apologise to their wife Dada. for having sex with him. He's got better at that, by the way. Where Is that he? came from, Walter, who who couldn't verbalise his sorries. Yeah, he's got slightly better at that. Yeah. yeah. How great is it watching your kids get better? Because I was. What taking? Um, I'm taking Penny to swimming lessons at the moment, which we've just started up again. We've gone to a new class, and she so that she doesn't die. So that she doesn't die, and teach she's, your kids to swim, and she's banging like yeah. she's. Awkward as fuck. But yep. then as I'm watching her, I'm like, oh, you're super uncoordinated. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm super uncoordinated. Right. So she, the Duffins are just an uncoordinated people. So she's just going to have to like live with it. But I can see the improvement from the start of the lessons, especially when she goes in the water for the first time. 
at the start of the lesson and she's it's almost like she's back to square one but by the end of that lesson i can oh i can see some genuine improvement and over the over the whole arc of the of the term of swimming i can see some actual improvement it's like it's so nice to see and it's the same with like reading at school i see her like at the start of the year and especially with writing like she you know she was very 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 poor motor skills yes she couldn't really do it she's not really fine we talked about she's fine she's fine but you can just see her skill level improving, 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 improving. Yeah. As you get on, and her confidence growing and growing and growing and growing. It's amazing. The thing about swimming, though, is don't get them too good. Right? Yeah, right. You want to get them to the level where they don't die if they fall yeah. in the water. You don't want to get them to the level where they're like, this is my life and I want to be an Olympic swimmer. That's no. for fucking no one. <laughs> That's waking up at 4.30 in the morning to get your kids to fucking lessons. All right? I want her to get to uh, they have the confidence in the pool. That when they do like the school classes at the end of the year, that like term four, they have like school lessons. That she um, is is just confident in the water. She can swim a lap. Well, she won't be get that far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, what I'm saying is, you don't want Eddie the eel. You no, Eddie the eel at the Olympics. I want someone who like uh, is not like the worst swimmer in her class because yes. I know that would mess with her head. But if she's in the bottom third, that's fine. If she's you just, want average. I want average, and I just want her to be confident in the water. So when she goes in, she can splash about and have some fun. Like I see kids her age uh, at these swimming classes, and they are doing so much better. Yeah, they're like a full like six months a year ahead of her yeah, like, right. school level. But also see a kid her age just the same. You yes. know what I mean? So I just want her to have the confidence that when she hops in the water, she's not going to just like cling to the teacher. Yes, you know what I mean. That's Absolutely. what I want. It should be fine. But I think in general, for everything that I'm trying to achieve for my kids is I, I want them to be average. I just want them. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to be the status quo in the middle. And I never thought I'd say that, but I just want just just be a part of the group. <laughs> and neither of my kids are even fucking close to that. <laughs> but there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with teaching your kids like... Um that if they're the worst at something, like, well, yeah, sometimes you are going to be the worst at something. That's okay. That's just life. You know what? If you are the worst at something, find a way to monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we come back to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, also, uh, I should say this, uh, and I'll probably say it at the end as well, but I have a brand new tour uh, that I'm oh, doing. yes. Very, very exciting. Very limited locations, um, but I am coming to Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, and uh, a couple of places in Tassie, Hobart and Launceston. Uh, How great's Hobart? Hobart's the fucking best. It's such a great city. If you live in Hobart, fucking kudos to you. You've made the right call. Well done, Hobart. Well done, Hobart. Beautiful place. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people. It's easier to be great with not a lot of people. But it's just like such a beautiful little city. It's on the harbour kind of thing. It's almost like a mini Sydney, Melbourne combined. You know what I mean? They've taken the best parts of Sydney... Uh, like the bay and the yes. and the views, and they've taken like the best parts of Melbourne, and they've gone. You know, we don't need any of the rest. Just yeah. fucking cut it out, mind you. And saying that, I went to one tiny bit of Hobart. It was great. Maybe the rest of it's shit. I don't know. <laughs> well, on the fifteenth, on the fifteenth of August, I'll be the best part of Hobart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and for those in other uh, Australian cities, uh, this is just what we're ticking off in uh, August. Uh, I will uh, be ticking off other uh, areas of the country later on in the year, if not into next year. You won't be left out. It's a fucking big country. So Calm the, down. The link will also be in um, the bio to this episode. Yeah, that's correct. You can And you, you can also always just go to harleybreen.com. That's right. Is it harleybreen.com.au or just no, harleybreen.com? harleybreen.com. Just harleybreen.com. I am harleybreen.com. <laughs> and the tour is called Not Quite Right.
<laughs> Where I will be doing jokes that didn't make it into taboo. <laughs> because <laughs> so get him before he gets pitchforked by the mob. <laughs> Look, I, I'm very, very happy with the way that uh, Taboo came up, and thank you for all the shitting with the door open fans Mate, that have given me feedback. Fucking such a great show! It's come up brilliant. Two episodes, and I'm not going to lie. It, before every episode, I'm like, oh, I'm a bit nervous about how this is going to go for you because I know they're such controversial topics. Yes. But you always handle it just fucking, you're spot on. You well, thank you, mate. I've just got to say that some of the jokes get a bit butchered. <laughs> like they get edited because it, because the editor is looking for what's best for the episode and I totally stand by all of the decisions yep. they've made. But there have been some moments where I'm on stage and I'm about to do a bit and they, they cut at that bit. I'm like, yep. come on. That was fucking red hot. Yeah. Probably a bit too far, a bit too much. <laughs> what I'm saying is at the live shows, I'll go a bit too far. But I'm even talking about the way you talk to the people on your holidays I don't know what else yes. to call yeah, them yeah we call them the holidays the, on the holiday where you interact with like all the four different people and everybody tells you their stories and you're very like uh, open and you're like listen you do a lot of listening I think the thing and you listen like that's the key point that you right. just listen and you don't try to interject you don't try and you know talk over them and say well I'll tell you what your experience is <laughs> you just fucking listen and it's excellent you so nailed it part of part of that is direction right part of that is is from the producer saying hey just pull back and so we can get their shots right yeah. you don't want me in the background you don't want my cuz I I'm I actively listen where I'm like yeah yeah oh yeah. okay yeah yeah but that noise if I'm not on in, on the shot yeah can be distracting if we're if if it's just the shot of the participant. Yeah. So partly that's why. Um, but what it's taught me is exactly that. If you really if you want to hear someone's story and understand their perspective and their lived experience, sit down and shut up and just fucking listen. And just listen. That's all you got to do. That's, that's, it's, and I thought I was good at it before taboo. I thought yeah. I actually did it. I don't do it. I, I act like I'm actively listening, but my head's actually going, can't wait for you to stop talking. <laughs> and then I can do some talking. <laughs> it's a, bit, a little bit like this podcast. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying, Wade? Say it quickly. <laughs> say it quickly, because I've got some great stuff I've got to get off the chest. This um, is going to be excellent. But yeah, so there'll be elements uh, of the show uh, that will be from there. Um, so tell your friends, spread the love, uh, coming up. Be getting around this wonderful country of ours in August, leaving my family. That's what you got to do. Such a beautiful family too. It is a beautiful family. family. On the precipice of baby number three. Uh, it's happening. Numbered. Fuck, that's crazy. October is when it's all going to happen. And I've walked in and um, your lovely partner is just going through like all the baby clothes, trying to yes. sort them out. And I remember that. I remember yeah. Claire going through the baby clothes. Because it seems to me like uh, she was just more onto it. Yes. Like I didn't really think about it. No. And like the, I don't know if that's, a, I guess it's a kind of gendered thing. Do you, here, here's the thing. Because, uh, you know, that. like in our house, we're pretty we're pretty even. Yeah. You know, we're pretty like 50-50. There's not really too many gendered roles. Yeah. Like today, I caught the tram over because I didn't want to drive. Because I was like yesterday, I was driving and I had a couple of close misses. Like, oh, a bit scary. Yeah. I'm out. Claire drives all the time. Yep. Doesn't give a shit. I do the cooking. Claire makes the money. She does the washing. Yes. I get the blowjobs. <laughs> 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 Which is not gendered. <laughs> that gendered, is not a gendered not role. Gendered. Anyone can do that. Anybody. <laughs> it's not fair, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a question for you. Do you <laughs> do you reckon you suffer from what the term that I've heard uh, quite a lot? Um, a thing called domestic blindness. Men, uh, men get men get uh, accused rightly or wrongly of this. 
that you don't see things around the house that need to be done. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Like, uh, I see, like, when Claire... Because I know for a fact that Claire does all the sorting out of the girls' clothes. Yeah. Like, we get so many, like, hand-me-downs given to us or when she's sorting out the baby's clothes. Claire just took care of it all. Right. And so she's organised the system in the girls' room for where everything goes and what have you. So, but I see her doing it. But there will be stuff lying around the house or there'll be birthday presents that need to be bought and I'm aware of them, but I don't see them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I also think... Uh, part of me is <laughs> like I just also don't care. Well, see, that's where I. Th- so I, I definitely have domestic blindness. There's yeah. there's things that I was like, yeah, that's where that goes. Yeah, I just put it there. Yeah, and then like I'll come back like a week later and like, babes, where's this pair of socks I left behind the fridge? I left them there. <laughs> I knew where they were, and now they've gone. She's like. Oh, there's socks behind them. I just put those in the wash. Well, I needed those socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is my hat? Where the hats go? Well, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Why won't you put the hats on the hat rack? Clearly, they go under the coffee table, yes. underneath the old newspapers there. I put my hat in the oven for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where it is. But I think that's partly too, is just working on different levels because I think that there are, obviously there's some women at home that yeah. are going to have Domestic, even as I'm saying this, there's fucking hardly any households, really. If you're in a household where you think the female part of your um, heterosexual relationship yep. uh, is, is has domestic blindness... Let us know. And the male is doing all the things, please, let, let us, us know. know. Phone in. <laughs> but then again, if you're in a same-sex relationship, how does it work there? Do you just, like, is, is a same-sex female relationship just domestic utopia and everything gets fucking done perfectly? And uh, yeah. in a same-sex male relationship, it is just fucking chaos. There's hats in ovens and <laughs> so who fucking knows what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one because I, we, like, I, I think about, like, um, like, the term, like, emotional labor or manual labor. Yes. Like, you know, what's the term there? I think that's it. Um the emotional, the, the emotional, yeah, yeah, emotional, emotional load. Again, yeah. is said women take on a lot more of the emotional load, yeah. and I have definitely um, been guilty of loading Hannah with the emotional load. I've and I've been guilty of like, um, like for instance, because Claire makes the money and just the way her income works, she's well aware of like what needs to happen with the finances. Right. So for, for her to like talk me through it, like every time some money comes in or some money goes out, yeah, uh, it's. Just like it's just handing it off to a third party when she could just do it so much faster. Without you Look, it would take like two-thirds less time for yes. her just to do it than to her to explain to me. Right. And then, and then for me to do it. Like So she just does it. Yeah. When it comes to stuff like birthday presents, uh, I just, well, we'll just don't buy a birthday present. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. <laughs> just don't go to the party. Oh, I Easy. feel no shame if I turn up to a party with no present. I just, it's like, oh, you got to buy a birthday present for a party. What if you forgot the mustard? Oh, we'll get mustard fucking in a month or so when I remember. Like, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, there's no birthday. What's the mustard about? <laughs> <laughs> I read, like, this article recently. Fuck, this is getting into it, isn't it? Like, I read this article maybe, like, a couple of months ago. And it was written by um, somebody talking about, like, emotional later. And she's like, if I want to remember that I want mustard... I go to the fridge and I'm like, there's no mustard. So then I have to go to um, the counter to, to write down mustard on the shopping list. On the way, I see some dirty clothes on the floor. On the way to the dirty clothes, I yep. see like I've got to do some washing. On the way to the washing, I've got to see, you know. So it's, yes. it's one thing after the yep. other. Yep. And the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, yeah, you kind of make some good points. 
But also another part of me is like, just don't do it. Like no one's making you do it. Right. Like you feel like, like I feel like sometimes people taking on emotional later, like men or women, yeah. like feel like these things have to be done, but they don't. Well, yeah. So there's some elements of that just too. Just leave it there. And if you don't want to ask your partner to do it, then <laughs> just leave don't it. Don't do it. Then just don't do it. But if you're like dropping hints at someone to do it, just directly ask people. Yes. Don't fucking leave hints about. Don't sit there and say, oh man, that garden's getting a bit overgrown. Like, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is overgrown. Good point. <laughs> well observed. <laughs> yeah. And then go around. If you want something done, just say, oh man, the garden is weeded. Can you do it sometime this week? Oh yeah, no problem. Might get quite tedious if there's one person always asking the other person to do things. Then stop asking. <laughs> 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 I reckon I'm cutting all that out Because we want Patreon money <laughs> No It's not you We're just being honest We're just unpacking it I, uh, <laughs> But it was like that episode We were talked to About Nelly When she You know There's the fun parents The great Nelly Thomas The great Nelly Thomas Very wise idea. Occasionally has bad ideas One uh, bad idea One Just one Only the one <laughs> Only the one Everything else Top shelf but she was one talking idea. about how, you know, there's the fun parent and, and she's just got to get stuff done. Yeah. And, like, I actually um, had to remind myself of this just the other day when I said to her, yeah, but just stop doing that and play with the kids because obviously that's, yeah. you know, that's more important at that moment. I, I've been sort of, uh, Leo's been at me recently. Um, he's accused me of being a liar. Yeah. Uh, and the points he brought up were accurate. And oh. it was... One, I said we we're going to do a thing called woodworking club. Yeah, we'll get some kids from school. We'll go into the shed. Oh, we'll, it's a great thing to do. It's a great thing to do, and I and I still have the plans to do it. It's just the timing of stuff because the afternoon regime is get the kids from school if if, yeah. um, if Walter is at daycare that day. Get home. Get the cooking done. Get the dinners into them. Get into the bath. Get into bed, and that takes up the afternoon. Yeah, uh, and so what I need to remember is. I can just stop doing the dinner or yeah. pre-plan it and do the dinner earlier so that yeah, I can yeah. engage in the do afternoon. Do that like, um, thing that you do on like on a Sunday, like uh, you know, like oh, I'm just going to make like a giant thing of bolognese or whatever. And that's it is. what we're eating for the week. And that's what we're eating for like you know Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know, yes. Like, so, so you just you're covering off three meals. Do that and, and then go and do woodworking club. Yeah. And get yeah. involved. See if I can't get my kid to chop off one of his digits. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> um, we were, I was trying to get like um, Penny ready for school the other day. And I could see like Claire trying to do it. She hates having a hairbrush. Just oh, fucking. Fuck did I have a fight this morning about this. hairbrushing of kids is just insane. And I'm like, every, it's almost every, I would say every second morning. We're like, <laughs> I'll say Penny and anger. Then let's just chop it off, Penny. Let's so just exactly the same absolutely thing. Absolutely chop it off. It's your hair, but if you cannot, like these are your options. You can have it brushed and it's going to hurt. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to hurt because you've yep. got a fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a, it's not, you know, it's not a hurt. It's an annoyance. And they confuse, like yeah. sure, the knot hurts a little bit, but it, they're more annoyed yeah. than they are hurt. Um, or we can uh, just chop it off. Anyway, she's... <laughs> She's having a thing. She doesn't want to do it. She's like getting distracted. She's running around and Claire's trying to get it done. And I'm like, all right, I got it from here. Like, Because I could see Claire getting frustrated. But she kept her cool, but I could see her getting frustrated. So you go do your thing. I'll take care of Penny from here. Uh, we'll just tag team. 
Uh, so I take her into the. I said, "Let's brush your teeth. Oh, we'll distract her with something else." Yeah. So she comes in to brush her teeth. Because kids said, love brushing their teeth. They uh, do that well every day. <laughs> and I said, All "Right, now let's let's talk about brushing your hair." And I just put my fingers in it, and she just went, "Ah!" Right? Just screamed, you know, because I slightly tugged on her knot because her hair was like yep. super knotty. <laughs> and within like ten seconds, twenty seconds max of me taking over, I was like. That's enough, Betty. I've had enough of you. <laughs> and she just went, oh, and started crying because I scared the shit out of her. And I said, yeah, did that scare you? Good. Get into the lounge room. We're doing your hair. And she went in and she like sat there crying the whole time while I brushed her hair. Like she was. What a lovely bonding moment. She was so upset. But at the end of that, Claire put her hair in a ponytail because Claire is super good at putting like yes. fancy like um, plaits and stuff in right. Penny's hair. Like she went to school the other day with like a, a heart platinum. I can't do any of that shit. N- neither. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but anyway, within five minutes of me brushing her hair and her having her hair in a ponytail, like five minutes of me like barking at her, like a real intense bark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was so happy and smiling. I took her to school. She was so lovely. She was skipping to school. She was happy. Sometimes, I'm going to say it. I'm putting it out there. Sometimes, kids just got to get yelled at. You just got to yell sometimes at Sometimes you got to yell at your kids. And I mentioned this to Claire and she goes, yeah, that's what people thought about smacking your kids. It was a verbal smack. You just fucking shocked her <laughs> yeah. out of her shit. Yeah. She just had a bit of a sulk. She was a bit upset. And yeah. then she was like, oh, I'm through it. Everything's yes. fine. Uh, and I then, think if you're doing it out of anger, it's where you've got to try and take yourself out of the situation. Oh, 100%. But that doesn't mean you can't bark and not be out of anger. Oh, I wasn't angry at all. No. I just barked at her. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was a little frustration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I walked into Claire. I was like, always good to keep you cool. <laughs> As you're standing over your child. Guess what's happening now, Demi Moore? G.I. <laughs> 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 Jane. Kid, <laughs> kid goes to school with a buzz cut. <laughs> well, because uh, Leo wanted um, to grow his hair long. Yeah. And I, I've said, and I think I've said it before on this podcast, absolutely, rules are you keep it clean. If there's any dreadlocks, fucking cutting it off. I had dreadlocks when I was 19. Do you have dreadlocks? Yeah, I should, you know what? I will find a... Um, That's disgusting. I will find a picture. Anybody who pays a uh, $1,000 a month <laughs> can, can, can see the picture of me. I'll tell you what, dreadlocks. the shit that we will reveal for $1,000 a month <laughs> is pretty much anything. I would dread my ass hairs for $1,000 a month. I don't even have to. Already there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we have that constant fight with the hair as well. And I... So the problem at the moment is it's it, all that's happened with the hair is it's grown out and it yeah. is luscious hair. Yeah. He has the most amazing hair. There's, there's like mums at school who come up to me and just go, oh my God, I love his hair. <laughs> it is so voluptuous and beautiful. And it is. But there's no shape in it and it's all over his face. And he, he walks around like I, I'm also almost worried he's giving himself some sort of neck spasm because he holds his head on the side so the hair falls away from his face and constantly has one hand holding it back. <laughs> and so I'm like, can I just put the hair up? Yeah. He doesn't want the hair up because he said that makes him look ugly. <laughs> Quite obsessed with how he looks at the moment, yeah. which is which is a part of identity and finding that's just, yourself. That's just modern life. But there's also practicalities. You can't yeah. be at school with just looking like cousin it while you're trying to fucking do shit. We, um, like, before prep started, like, you go in for that little meeting and they said, if your kid has long hair, they have to have it tied up. And so we received that, like, right from the start because Penny always wants to have her hair out as well. Yeah. But we were like, uh, no, sorry, the rules of the school. Look, if it was up to me, I'd do it for you. Yeah, buddy. mate. Oh. But it's not me. Like, I've already taken enough shit. I'm happy to put some shit on the school. <laughs> yeah. Happy to. Yes. Happy to. She doesn't want to wear a jacket. It's like three degrees outside. I'm like, oh, mate. 
it was up to me, you could wear what you like. <laughs> but the school said you have to wear a jacket, otherwise you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Three degrees. It, look, it's in a letter. It says it. <laughs> Your kid's a fucking idiot if they don't put a jacket on. Oh, man, it's too funny. Yes, but it is, it's hard to uh, find that level of what they want to do. But how's this for an announcement on a podcast? There's oh. already been several. Oh, mate. It's a big one. I, I have stupidly said this to my kids, and I'm trying to um, not increase the lies that I tell. Yeah. But I've told both of them, Walter is less impressed than Leo is, that I will grow my hair out. Ah. Oh. I've never had long hair in my life. Not a big fan of it on How men, to be honest with you. How are you going to grow it out? Well, I don't know. I'm already sick of it. I <laughs> said the exact same thing to Penny. I said the exact same thing to both my girls, actually, because they liked fucking around with my hair. It got into a bit of a mop for a while there. Yeah. Um, you were almost back to Wade with the fro. Almost back to that. Which is how I met Wade. Like a, it was a big. It was fucking good. It was big, It was glorious. It was jet yeah. black as well. Now, I yeah. found my first white hair not on my head the other day. Where was nose. it? Oh, okay. It was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> she's still at oh, jet Forest down, down there, there, mate. I tell you that. <laughs> oh, she's still, it's still nighttime down below. <laughs> white nose hair. Yeah, I've had oh, a few of those. Hair. Uh, it was the first one that's not on my head. But um, anyway, I said to PJ, like if maybe like a month or so ago, I said, look, I will grow my hair out over winter. Uh, and then in summer I will cut it yep. But until like December I will grow it out And then you know you can. You We're literally level, just at the start of winter Yeah, You'll get to a level <laughs> where you can plait it And then like a week and a half later I was like Penny I lied This is the <laughs> fucking worst I'm cutting it short Because I just love it short Because it's just so, up and go Yeah it's you easier Just get up and go Yes Yeah that's that's my problem So I'm, I'm at the stage now I would have had two haircuts by now um, yeah. To keep it because I I have the the old school short back and sides is basically back and sides. it's just easy it's just done. a little bit of mop on the top yeah and then off you go ready to <laughs> fucking rock and roll and now I look like I'm broke and can't afford a haircut <laughs> truth be told Patreon will launch <laughs> this week if you pay fifty dollars a month I will get a haircut every six weeks. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm going to try and stick to it. Uh, I'm going to get it to the point where I can um, wear one of those god awful top knots. Yeah, yeah. And hope someone walks past I me and cuts you had it off. I remember one of those like a few years ago, and then you cop so much shit. As I should. That you got it chopped up. I kind of almost should have said to the barber when they're cutting my hair, said, "Look, I told my girls I was going to grow my hair out. If you could just tidy it up a little." That's what I'm doing today. And that's, and that's what I should have done. Yep. Uh, you asked, Randall, a great question the other week. And I wanted to ask you, what do you love about parenting? That, thank you, actually. Uh, now, I, now I feel the pressure that I put my brother under. Um, great episode, that, with the great Randy Man, B. One of my all-time uh, favourites, to be honest, that was so good. I'll say this about him, too. And I don't want to get bogged down in this, although I love um, not only us being transparent about it, uh, but us also talking to mates that are close uh, on the podcast about it. I got flat as fuck when he left. Oh, holy shit! And I didn't. It sort of came out of nowhere. So um, I, I don't have very many very close friends. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's sort of down to best friends. Yeah. Um, and my older brother has been that for a long time, but we uh, we don't really see each other because he lives in the country and can't get off the farm and I'm a touring comic and it's pretty hard to get yeah. with each other uh, and for uh, I, I don't know when was the last time we just got to spend a week together and so then when he left on Friday fucking hell yeah could have driven a depression truck right into my face 
sorry to hear that because he's such a great man. But he's a great man. To have your your crew around you, your friends. Oh around man, you, it's the best. You just need you need you need support. What do I love about parenting? Um, I I I'm I'm confronted by the responsibility, but I love the responsibility yeah. of um, specifically with my two uh, kids because they're boys. The responsibility of trying to grow great men. Yeah, and I've, some days the the pressure of that um, feels like way too much. Yeah, and other days when you see them really um, nail their behaviour and show great empathy or resilience and things like that, you're like, no, I'm fucking doing an all right job here. Yeah, and aside from that, I love the the process of growing a friendship with them. Oh, that's a nice. And answer. there's such a big difference between being someone's parent and being a friend with them. Yeah, and a real, uh, I find that the hardest um, juggling. Yeah, because I, I saw in a post the other day, someone was referring to their kid as their best friend, and it was quite a little kid, and uh, and I didn't want to call them out on it. Yeah. But your kids aren't meant to be your best friend. No, you're meant to be your kid's fucking parent. Yeah, and guide them through life. You, you. That's not to say you're not friendly with your kids. That's not to say absolutely. you have a, like laugh absolutely. and a joke. Totally. But you're uh, the boss and you're the employee. Yes. You know what and, I mean? and and they need and boundaries they, and your guidance and all that shit. And they need to know that when you say something, it's not just like their friend saying, oh, don't eat a cookie. Yeah. It's the boss telling them, hey, mate, you're on company time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't eat a cookie, right? <laughs> you're on company time. <laughs> Worst employees ever. <laughs> just horrible. Fire the lot of them. Fire them. Day one. <laughs> Kick them out. And my point is not that you, want, that you shouldn't become friends with... With your kids because uh, my old man is one of my best mates yeah. as well. But I'm almost 40. No, you want to have a relationship with your children where you're the parent and they are the child and you have like a good, strong, loving relationship. Yeah. But there's definite boundaries. But that boundary becomes less and less and less, not as they get older, less and less is the wrong term, but you want to get to a point where they are an adult and you are friends then. Absolutely. Like that's when you're friends. And I think to do that... And, you w- and when you're teen- and like when they're a teenager, hopefully you've got like a, a relationship with them where it is more of a... Friendship. You know, it's more of a friendship where you are guiding them. Totally. More than just telling them what to do. Yeah. You know and I mean? some days I think none of it's there because I just... Like the other day, I don't even know why. And I was trying to stop myself, but um, Leo was just particularly excited. Yeah. Um, and he, he was... I just wanted him to calm it down and it was just I got into this spiral of barking orders. Yeah. I was like what the fuck is happening? But then some days you you will forget the 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 parenting role I guess because you're just having fun with your kids. I love those moments yeah. where you're just like, "Oh, you're just my mate." You can see moments of you being equal with each other and you just lose yourself in them. Fucking oath. And yeah, it's yeah. great. It is absolutely yeah. delightful. And I need to remind myself like what I was saying before, more of that. Put put the dinner preparation aside. Yeah. Have a wrestle. Um, yeah. Walk to the park. We've been just going to the botanical gardens around the corner. Yeah. Like the last two days over the weekend, Leo asked, can we go to the botanical gardens? And normally it'd be a no for no apparent reason. Yeah. I just felt like that was going to fuck the day's schedule up yeah. of things I need to do. And I just went, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. And how nice is it? Excellent. It's so good. A lot better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you like about being a parent? Uh, I loved Randall's answer last week of like just watching these kids like learn to grow and navigate. Yeah. And I was thinking about like that's what I love about parenting. Yeah. Like I love hanging out with the girls when we're playing, we're having a good time. Uh, I love like um, looking after them. I love in the morning 
when they're like happy to see me, but sometimes they're not. But what I, re- but that's all kind of, it's not superficial. Yes. But like the real kind of like um, uh, fulfilling element of yeah. parenting, like for me, is is watching them like learn to navigate and watching them grow and watching like um, both PJ and Sylvia practice and practice and practice something and then get better and better and better at it. You yes, know what I mean? And then absolutely. navigate like relationships with each other, with their friends. Yeah. You know, like that's what I'm, that's what I'm most enjoying. Like, and I think about like the how hard it can be sometimes and how it just <laughs> doesn't end. It will never end. <laughs> it will never end. You know what I'm fucking like? Let, okay, that was nice. Let's get back into shit canning our kids. I, I The arguments that I have with Leo I do my head in. I'm currently in an argument with him about how much time he spends at school. Yeah. He spends seven and a half hours at school is what he says. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's six and a half hours. And I counted out the time frame from nine until 3.30 is six and a half hours. Yeah. He's like, no, you forgot to count nine. And I went, what? Because <laughs> it's nine to 10 is an hour. Yeah. To 11 is an hour. To 12, to one, to two, to three, to 3.30 is yes. six and a half hours. He goes, no, nine is an hour. <laughs> 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 and a half, 7 and a half hours. And last night I just said to him, you know what, mate? When someone shows you fact, <laughs> as in time and the distance between two fucking numbers, <laughs> will you just hear it? <laughs> like it existed before you and it will exist after you. He's an anti-vaxxer. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's, it, time, isn't, time isn't open to your opinion. You can't have an opinion on how much time you think it is. It's just how much time it is. Like I find myself in those kinds of arguments going, everyone's wasting their time now. There's yeah. nothing is is of benefit. No. And <laughs> and obviously that wasn't the first conversation about it last yeah. night. It was the fourth yeah. in a couple of days. Whereas it, like he'll just I'll see him there thinking, he'll go, No, but if you count the nine <laughs> it's seven and a half hours. Like I did count it. Yeah, yeah. He's confusing like the time with the uh with the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's confusing opinion with intelligence. That's what a lot of people do. I think everyone's out there is like, I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm not entitled to my opinion. And if your yeah. opinion is a certain opinion, my opinion will be you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> and let's face it, you've got a dumb opinion. I've got a dumb opinion. They're all dumb, right? Mostly, they're dumb. Mostly. Patreon. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Patreon. So am I. Oh, you know what I think it'll do? It'll make you and I a little bit more focused. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? The number one credit on my tour poster (laughs) is host of the popular parenting podcast, Shitting With The Door Open. That's above... Host of a TV show, Taboo. <laughs> My management have decided it's more impressive that I co-host this podcast with you it's a very good than podcast. a network TV show. It's a very good podcast. This is definitely better. Mate, this is great fun. Uh, I This is out of like uh, nothing to do with parenting, but I came up with the title of my autobiography the other day. Oh, lay it on me. Empty Calories, The Wade <laughs> Duffin Story. <laughs> You were going to tell me that before you re- we recorded. But I thought I'd and save it. I'll it's save it for the podcast. It's that good. Fuck, was that worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What? Is, why is it called empty calories? Well, ah, 
<laughs> I hadn't really thought it through. I just thought it was a funny title. Oh, you're fucking tearing me down. This isn't what this podcast <laughs> is about. No, that was a question. Why? <laughs> are you are you talking about this my life? Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing empty about those calories. Mmm, <laughs> protein. Oh, that's three a day. <laughs> you get your five a day there, mate. <laughs> Actually, um, Leo asked me how many sperm there were. Um, oh. So we heard. Here's an interesting. I guess it was a, it was a teachable moment. There was a, it was, it was teachable a hard moment. Well, it was a hard news story to hear, right? Um, I'm glad I remembered this. So there's a news story. I'm fairly certain it happened um, in this country. Uh, I, I heard it on on um, Triple J News, so it must have been in this yeah. country. And the, the story was basically a man had been killed. Um, in a tragic set of circumstances, his wife had, um, not on her own, it was done by medical staff, extracted sperm. Oh. And she had to go to court to get court approval to um, have another baby. Oh, So she'd already had a baby with this guy. That's an interesting case. Died tragically. Yes, absolutely. It's a very interesting case. Um, <coughs> and maybe I wasn't quick on the dial enough to turn it down because I'm usually yeah. really quick. You'll you'll hear, you know, so and so was murdered. Well, let's yeah. turn that down. Um, and that's anyway that story. So she won. She got the right to um, do the IVF with her dead husband's yeah. sperm. My immediate reaction to that was of great concern for that woman. Yeah, I hope that she's got what she wants, and I hope that it works out for her. One hundred percent. Whatever happens, that's hard. Yeah, that's very emotional. Yes. Uh, and on, honestly, there's no there's no judgment from me on her whatsoever. Just hopefully it all works out. I right. hope it works out for her. Because it's a tragic thing to lose your husband. Yes. Leo said, but that's not fair. Um, he's not alive to give consent. Mate, I fucking high-fived myself so hard as yeah. a parent. I was like, yes, that you figured that out. Yes. And he's not. And I said, and that's why that woman had to go to a court. Yeah. Because as a judge, that not always... Are smarter than us in understanding the law and understanding all of these things to help us through and make these decisions. So 100%. that's why she she did that. And like I said, that's not always the case. There's, there's plenty of uh, legal professionals that fuck it up. Um, <laughs> I don't think the judge fucked it up in this case. I'm sure there's some extreme religious people that would say that that shouldn't be done. Whatever. It gave me a moment to talk about consent. Yeah. To to Leo, which I was appreciative of. And then he just went. How much how much sperm do you have? And I went, is, is do you have infinity sperm? And I said no. Well, you don't have infinity sperm. It's finite. There is a limit to how much you've got. And he's like, well, how much is there? I went, well, I don't know, mate. I, I don't know. Like it exists for I don't know. You probably produce it for about sixty years. Yeah. And um, I know that in every load, <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Yeah. Every load. Every there's, deposit. There's 240 million. And his yeah. eyes just nearly <laughs> fell out of his head. And then he just looked at me and went, so you do know then? <laughs> like, well, I know a basic amount. <laughs> and he's like, how often can you do that? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> well, <laughs> also depends. As a teenager, you could probably get through that about 10 times a day. <laughs> I pulled back at that point of the conversation. I said, shut up and go and fucking brush your teeth. He's like, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I don't care. <laughs> but how's that? Like, what a great, um, what a great response from. Him. Like that's such. Like the ethics of that case are pretty interesting. But I imagine, like in my, like the the backstory to that is 
that woman and that man have had talked about it. And like, it, I, it, it I would, would assume just so. Like a, I hate this guy. I'm going to have his hate baby, which would be ridiculous. It anyway, would be ridiculous. It's it's more like I was in love with this guy. We we're planning to have a baby. We had always talked about it. Yes, this was going to happen. He uh, died tragically. He died tragically. Yeah, and she would know him, and so she would have be the the very best. Yeah. Uh, person to make that call. Put yourself either in the guy's scenario and and um and put a new baby onto your partner with you dead, or yeah. put yourself in the woman's scenario. I I think I'd say no on both fronts. Oh, would you? Yep. I I wouldn't want that on Hannah. I wouldn't want her, and it's it's not. I wouldn't consent to it. Like yeah. if if Hannah really wanted to do that on yeah. my sudden death, um, then I'd want her to know I'm into it. But I I wouldn't want it for her. It's, that's that's a fucking hard emotional load. Yeah. And if I was in the female position, I wouldn't do that. Yes. But that's your... That's just life. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and just me. And I... Uh, I guess I'd be the same. But also... Fuck. I'm about to die. Do what you like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Have twins. Just fucking pull the plug already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's the part I took from the story. He died? How'd he do it? <laughs> 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 Great respect to that story. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a, that, that is a tough case. Very hard for that woman. So yeah. A, oh a man, for the story. All all all, all the uh, love in the world to her. I, I hope yeah. it all works out. Uh, and thanks for the teachable moment. Yeah, the great teachable moment. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, man, I've been feeling super good lately. That is excellent. Like super positive. Like I've just been in the best mood. I've just like been exercising a bit more, drinking a bit less. Just life has just been super great. Isn't it funny? The things that they tell you to do to feel better actually work. Yeah. Stop drinking. Do a bit of exercise. It's been excellent. Claire and I and and like we're always good. We're never not good. But now for some reason, we're extra good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I wish this was filmed. But we're there was a gesture. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I'll tell you. If you pay twenty dollars a month, <laughs> anyway, we're like extra great at the moment. And life is just—I'm just I'm like I'm walking around, just like fucking. I was in bed last night, and I just started like singing and dancing away, <laughs> fucking having the best time. Claire comes in like, "Are you singing?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> yes." <laughs> I kept on singing. <laughs> I was just in a great mood. Uh, I can't wait for that to die out in a couple of weeks <laughs> and I just fall right back to the problem. Well, I'm at the bottom at the moment, so hopefully we see each other on the way past. <laughs> you fun. came in today, I'm like, I'm in a great mood. I'm like, I feel like shit. <laughs> oh, well. But not a brave face. <laughs> <laughs> About to fall apart. My dad's on the way. Might cry when he gets here. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm all right. Oh, man, too funny. <laughs> I'm in a shit mood Oh that is funny That's hilarious <laughs> Yeah I, I I talked about you In an interview I did for Taboo Actually Talking about how um, You know Because they were Sort of asking around How do you You know How do you write the jokes And, yep. and does this happen In your friend circles I'm like Oh I am so nice on Taboo compared to how I am to my friends and how they are to me. And I reference you, I'm like, like if something bad happens in my life, like really bad, like a divorce, I will call my best mate Wade and tell him not for emotional support because I know he'll laugh and find my misery very, very funny. <laughs> like Only on a superficial level. Yeah. Deep down. It's still pretty oh, funny, I know I you guess. care for me, yeah, but, but fuck you, love it when my life fucks up. <laughs> Which, fortunately it. for you, is a lot. I love it when you fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's my fault. 
<sighs> well, it's right. good to have friends. It's good to have friends. Ah, uh, yes. Well, friends can be good. <laughs> 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 Let me just give you a little little insight of what just happened there. We've just taken a break, quick pause, which, I, which I'll edit out. So, yeah. won't be so you won't even notice. And I just said to Harley, all right, should we just wrap this up? And he goes, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about Patreon. And then he said, ah, friends. <laughs> Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a professional broadcaster. (laughs) Hey, once again, if you want to get involved on the get in on the ground level, um, we uh, we take all of your money with absolute humility. Um, 100%. But we're looking to expand this podcast. Um, We're even doing things like merchandise. uh, So look out for that. Uh, and uh, as always, hit subscribe. Tell your friends. Thanks very much for being a part of the shitting with the door open community. Oh man, we cannot thank you. Like some of the messages that we get, like honestly, they uh, I've, I've teared up at quite a few. Same. Like there've been some real emotional ones. Yeah, pull it back a bit, fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we love it all. Uh, and like just the um, the support that we get, it's yeah. so nice. Like it really is. Um, it's very touching. Like, and we, I love it. Th- there's two, two reasons we did this. It was to hang out with each other and to unpack the ridiculous world of parenting. Yeah. I think we're doing both of those things yeah. uh, and we will continue to do that for as long as anyone wants us here. And not just parenting now. It's just like what it means to be a fucking alive in 2018. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. We're big, getting into it. Big stuff that we are <laughs> not qualified to talk about. <laughs> we are no way qualified to talk about anything. Like any, like in some days, I always like, be aware of that. Like when you listen to this podcast. Oh, please fact and like check. We're like just fucking just running off with like numbers yep. and names and like ideas and stuff. Just be aware that we. Uh, Harley is a comedian, and I am a stay-at-home dad. I have zero qualifications. I have none. I have absolutely none. Like so, I did six months of a social work degree. I didn't. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got. We've got three months between us. <laughs> so, like, if you like think, oh, that's a good idea, just really think, is it a good idea? Yep. These are the boys that came out with Uberpool Dicks. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Dada. Which, it's, by the way, what a great business idea. Fucking, honestly, one of the best. It's not parenting, uh, yep. rat fucks. Like, just every dead yep. shit thing that you've heard on this podcast yep. that also came up with. The, the, the nice and good ideas yeah. that you've heard. So, In fact, I think the only thing that we do is catharsis. That's it. Catharsis. That's all we do. That's it. We Everything else, please don't live by anything we say. I'm just, desperately oh. trying to not live by what I say. <laughs> I'm just saying, just think carefully. Just think very carefully. Very carefully. And if you choose something else other than what we've said, you're a fucking idiot. Because we are <laughs> geniuses. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Dads.